Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church. Great to be with you. Jim Ehrman here with Matt Swords, our pastor of discipleship. Why do I announce this title? Because we're going to talk about <laughs> taking one step today yep. in discipleship. Um, uh, if you're tuning in, man. We just wrapped up our Take One Step weekend at the end of August, yep. and we get really serious about, uh, well, we call it a semester launch, but yep. second week in September, we dive into Taking One Step. We want to chat. You know, This is our last little push to encourage you yep. to take one step. We're looking for 950 of us in this community. Uh, by the way, just to give you a reference point, about 850 of us last semester took some kind of step. Yep. And that's a really beautiful number given the size of our community, one step outside of um, weekend attendance. And so, Matt, I just want to say thank you to you. Yeah. Matt pours a lot of prayer, time, planning, preparation, and helping this community take one step. Yeah. Why is it important to you? Yeah, well, it's we have the phrase here, take one step. It's not just a nice thing to um, refer to or to try to mobilize people, but like truly our walk with Jesus is a series of steps, you know, and we just say yes to what the Lord leads us to do next. And so as you create a uh, normal walk with the Lord where yes is your response to what he tells you to do, over the course of years, like you'll find yourself completely transformed. You know, Jesus meets us right where where we are. uh, And then he uh, takes us by the hand, Psalm 73. uh, It says, nevertheless, he takes me by the right hand. With his counsel, he will guide me. Uh, and I love that particular passage because um, it really communicates to the fathering the Lord provides for us, but the yeah. fact that we're walking hand in hand with the Lord one step at a time. And so through this whole semester, we do put a lot of work into formal offerings, discipleship That's offerings, right. uh, growth groups, connect groups, ICL, Harvest in the School of Ministry, Thrive Discipleship. There's a number of so many opportunities, right? But at the end of the day, the greatest win is 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 a culture where every single person is, is saying this is the step That's i'm right. taking because right. it may or may not be in a formal offering it might be uh, i really feel like the lord told me to go call my son and apologize for what i mm-hmm. said last week that type of just sensitivity to the leadership yeah. of the spirit new, ry- new rhythm in my devotional life stuff like exactly. that. exactly there's so That's many right. things that the spirit of god will lead us to do but we do put a lot of work into saying hey here are some formal offerings where you will absolutely grow in your walk with the Lord. Yeah, it's exciting to see I think that. it's key too, because one of the phrases you'll hear over and over is take one step. But another one is change is normal. Yeah. Matter of fact, we all get passionate yep. about change. Yep. Growth is normal. And I want to share that like I'm so thrilled to be a part of a community. Because as a as an evangelical charismatic extreme church, uh, we're not just about climactic breakthrough, but yet we're about climactic breakthrough. Mm-hmm. We have seen, just like the Apostle Paul sits and sees a woman who has a, a de- demonic reality around her and right. casts that demon out in the name of Jesus. That's a climactic breakthrough, isn't it, right? But then he also, uh, we know from the way he talks about it, is this woman's brought into the discipleship of traveling with their group, right? Yeah. Jesus does this with Mary Magdalene yeah. as well, right? He he delivers her, then brings her into these everyday steps of yeah. continuing to walk out your actual deliverance. Mm-hmm. And we are a community that... And we'll sit and look at you and go, man, come forward for prayer. Yeah. And watch what, watch what the Lord does in breaking momentum. I tend to think that depravity and brokenness, I think ignorance and sin bring yeah. uh, depravity and brokenness into the world. And I think it's a lot like a whirlpool. 
mm-hmm. where my brothers and I used to get it going so fast in our round pool when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And then we'd always yell, like, turn around. Like, we got it going so fast that the middle began to dip down. Mm-hmm. And that's when you got, that thing's cruising. Yeah. Matter of fact, you got picked up by it so much that you started to get slammed against the ladder that was off the deck. Because <laughs> that thing was just cranking. Yeah. If you were smaller, especially yeah. if you had Mike in front of you, he's a big boy. Uh, man, you would yeah. just get caught in the wake yeah. of Mike, and you'd hit that ladder and yell. Now, then all of a sudden, we'd yell, turn around. And you turn around, and the force of what was hitting yeah. you was so powerful. That's right. That it would sweep you along, man. That's and right. that's what often happens in our lives. There are things in our lives where they're, they don't have to be normal. Mm-hmm. We can actually believe for a breaking. But a lot of times when yeah. you turn, you do get the supernatural of one of your big brother, the Holy Spirit, grabbing you and holding you against the force of that water. Mm-hmm. But you eventually got to learn to be able to walk against that force. And so that's what I love about some of the work you do is big believer in the climactic, but also oh, yeah. keep taking these steps. And you watch how much the Holy Spirit comes alongside you and carries you into breaking cycles, breaking addictions, breaking ways of thinking, thought life patterns, believing for your family and prayer. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. And, uh, you know, we believe that God answers prayer, of course. Um, But God doesn't always answer the prayer the way we would assume he will. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so for one of my stories I share all the time is, Years ago, when I was praying for healing from an autoimmune disease called eczema, I would, you know, I go to a charismatic church. I go to the front. Hey, would you, you know, pray for me? Let's healing, healing. And, and it just wouldn't happen for years. And I'm driving home from work one day, and the Lord speaks very clearly to me. Mm. And he says, he essentially he said, you're not living your life wisely. And he highlighted four areas of my life where he was calling me to live more wisely. One of those was in the area of nutrition, and health, exercise, that area. And about two months after I, it took me about a year to actually uh, follow through with <laughs> Welcome this. Welcome to your pastor's yeah. confession. Hey, you know what? I, <laughs> right. I, it's just my story. It's no, how, no, it's I how love it took it, place. Man. It took me about a year Welcome when I said, you know what? I'm going to start making that adjustment. About two months into uh, better eating habits and better exercise, all of a sudden my skin cleared up completely. Mm. And it was in that moment that it was I was able to connect the dot between what I was praying and asking God for to following through with the step God told me to take. That's right. And, oh, I love and, it, man. And so, so many of us have legitimate prayers we're asking the Lord. And the God might, it shouldn't shock us uh, that God wants to answer prayer. That shouldn't be a surprise That's because right. he does. Um, but sometimes we might be not connecting the prompting of the next step he might give us to the answer to what we're praying for, mm-hmm. uh, that first step in that journey. Um, because he's, he's gen- he, is, he is the shepherd of our soul. That's right. Um, and he's our he's counselor. He's leading us to higher pastures. Exactly. He takes me water. by the hand, right. and with his counsel, he will guide me. And I'm in my prayer request, in all of our prayer requests, there, sh- there has to be a releasing of it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. God, I'm asking for this, but I entrust it into your hands. That's right. And help me to steward well what you've entrusted into mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's in 2 Timothy chapter 1. And so that to me is the great appeal to people here. What is it that the Spirit of God is prompting to you, you to do? And are you following through with that step? Because as you do, you'll find so much so much more comes. He does exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we can ask or imagine. He did that with me. Mm-hmm. I'm healthier, of course, now, of course, as I follow through that wisdom. But it resulted in so many more benefits that I would have assumed to be the case. That's right. Uh, one of which is I don't deal with that and, autoimmune disease anymore. And this is why we this is why we so push this take one step aspect, man, is mm-hmm. because we think that the body 
and our beings and our spiritual lives push themselves toward the status quo mm -hmm. and the non-stimulated man. Like, I, I, we just think that, I mean, as you said, as we were talking earlier about Romans, make no provision for the flesh. Correct. The flesh, the flesh has an active, uh, is active in our lives of almost trying to not have us take one step. Yeah. And it's one of those things, it's so wonderful to be a part of a community that is constantly believing for transformative discipleship. Exactly, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I believe in long-term, steady discipleship of being around something and the long arc of it solid, mm -hmm. but... You're also going to get something if you're part of this community. We're going to look at things and believe that the breakthrough for what you're facing can come a little bit faster because of yeah. who the God is, who God's promises is, yeah. and what it means to be around transformational relationships. Yeah. Yeah. When you hang out with people and a community that believes in transformation, it's just strange, but transformation yeah. happens more often. Yeah, and I have, there are the climactic moments. I've said this 15 times. I feel like the need to always disclaimer it. Like, yes, that happens. Oh. For we, sure. We push for them. But I have witnessed more of the transformation slowly but surely over time um, take place. There's a woman that shared a testimony probably two years ago. I love this story because she shares what I've experienced myself where she was asking God to really help her with her anger. She had anger issues. Um, or, and there was one morning during worship where we were singing that, all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. And and she, as she was singing that, she started just reflecting on the faithfulness of the Lord. And it was in that moment she realized, oh my word, I can't remember the last time I uh, lashed out in anger the way I used to. It's like she didn't know when the moment actually took place because it wasn't so climactic. Mm -hmm. But it's like the way I liken it to is um, my kids, you know, they're 10, 7, and 5. From one day wonderful to the next, kids. they're beautiful, yeah. perfect. From one day to the I didn't next, say that. I said they're wonderful kids. <laughs> they're not beautiful or perfect. They're Jim? beautiful, dude. Perfect. Is what are you hard. saying about my kids? They're amazing Jim? kids. They're the, some of the best kids I know anywhere. <laughs> Thank Moving you. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, Misha. Uh, and you don't see the transformation uh, or or their development from one day to the next. It's more like when Misha and I sit down and look at yes. pictures of our kids from a year ago. We're like, oh my word, I don't yeah, know what day it happened. Man, I had this happen with Renner recently. I'm like, yeah. he was a skinny little punk. Yeah. That was two months ago. And I think as we engage in the culture, as we're connecting with other people and just, just yeah. saying yes to those steps, the result is you get a year or two down the road and you have a moment where you reflect back and you say, oh my word, I remember when I was here, but I can't remember the last time. I can't remember when it happened, That's right. but I'm different. That's right. Uh, and that, that to me is the the most common way people experience transformation in Christ-likeness is just right. following, just a yes. Here's my yes, Lord. His, his, his word is always invitational. That step he'll lead you to do is always, yeah. what do you feel invited by Jesus into? Uh, even if it means he's inviting you to do something you might be scared to do or you don't know how it's going to turn out, yet there's still an invitation because everything Jesus is always invitational. He says, follow me. Come be with me where I am. Um, and, and we're invited to handhold with the Lord one step at a time. And there are things in my life right now I feel really invited into, specifically uh, 2 Corinthians, or sorry, 2 Corinthians, Romans. Nope, that's not right. Revelation, that's the New one. Testament. <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> Revelation chapter 2. Uh, you have fallen away from your first love. Therefore, do the deeds you did at first. And so I'm in a beautiful position of... Like, God, just remind me, what are the deeds that I did at first? Okay. 
And one of those, we were talking before the podcast, I went to Gateway this past week just for about an hour and a half. I haven't been there in a while, and it was one of those first love deeds of just spending time with Jesus in the prayer room. And it was I was just this wave of just connection with Jesus. Mm. It was so beautiful. Um, and I was grateful. It's like it's a very simple step. Just I feel like the Lord is saying, I don't want you to lose that. Mm. And that's a very clear step I'm personally taking. Um, and and it might be a formal offering we provide. It might not be. But I would love 100% participation of I am doing this step. Yeah. Like, And I don't see why there's any... To me, it's it's so there to be had. That's right. You know, I we're agree. all invited into it. It's beautiful. That's right. And you know, we all we sometimes use the podcast uh, to pull back the curtain behind yeah. some of the thinking that goes into why we might steward our weekend experience a certain way, or why some of our discipleship offerings are like they are, or why we decide to launch a Thrive Counseling Center, or have a Gateway House of Prayer. Yeah. Um, but I want to um, just do that for a second. Uh, we've said this before, but just to remind you, there's. There's, there's a study that's been done around discipleship and the aspects that lead to resilient discipleship. Matt did a lot of work on this a couple years back. Right. I was in at the tail end. We use it as a kind of backbone for why we build things the way we build. Yep. And three things were determined to bring about long-term resilient disciples yep. who are growing. Yep. Number one, transformational relationships. Number two, habits. And number three, service. And so you're going to notice that a lot of what we build here is not just do we build something called the Institute for Christian Learning around the life of the mind. There's something about the habit of study mm-hmm. and deeper reflection of what the historical church has said about it. That we believe is powerful, right? Mm-hmm. The habit of study does something in you. Service. There's a reason why taking one step could be volunteering for the cafe That's right. or ushering yep. or being a parking lot attendant or something. Do we even have those? I just felt like I made one up. All that to say, there's a belief that it's not just about service as if we need people to get a job done. It is an opportunity to be invited into the growth of God yeah. that's done through service. Yep. And then, of course, the biggest of them all, and maybe that's just me because I care so much about transformational relationships, you become like the people you hang out with. Yeah. Flat out, right? And so, there's, of course, you can experience something by coming on a weekend experience, but there is something particularly beautiful about a connect group, a yeah. growth group, uh, something as long as a school of ministry yep. where you're going to be exposed to transformational relationship yep. and they will change you because it's one of the God's biggest tools for how he goes about changing others. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Genesis, it's not good for man to be alone. So many people are going about their desire to grow in Jesus by themselves and their own strength. You know, they have this interior life that nobody else is invited into. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not good uh, for, for man to be alone. And so we're inviting people. Maybe that next step is just find a person and opening up saying, hey, can here's my life. Can you pray for me? That's right. um, like that um, growth is normal um, and healthy things will grow. Uh, but the the beginning of that is the posturing before the Lord saying, God, I say yes to whatever you tell me That's to it. do. So here's what we're going to do. Is we're at the 15-minute mark. I want to close with a commercial for some sure. of the offerings we do have coming yep. up. Uh, you think about growth groups. I'm just going to remind you, HarvestNet School of Ministries applications are open for one more week. Mm-hmm. That's for those who might be sitting and saying, wow, I need a more intensive experience around a long-term cohort of nine months, Tuesday nights, one Saturday morning a month, uh, focusing on particularly spiritual gift development, missionality. It means who we are in the world. Mm-hmm. And, of course, interior life stuff. So there's one, Institute for Christian Learning. We're going to be looking at an Old Testament survey taught by the Dr. Tim Valentino, one of my favorite 
professor slash teachers in the region. Yep. Going to be doing Old Testament survey, worth hitting. I'm going to be doing the streams of the church, its effects on discipleship and evangelism. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what we mean by the streams of the church, even me throwing out at the beginning of this that we're a charismatic evangelical stream church, come and study what those six slash seven streams are yeah. and how they might have affected your discipleship growing up, where you're headed, why certain devotional activities might work for you and not others. Yeah. That would be a fun little thing for some of you to consider. Those are held on Wednesday nights yep, um, for it. four weeks each. What about mm -hmm. growth groups? Yeah, so we have a fun one. We're doing uh, biblical foundations for prophecy. Yeah. I mean, if you're part I of ECC, it, yeah, if you're part of ECC for any amount of time, you'll see that there is a strong um, belief that the Holy Spirit speaks today, that we can hear Him, and that we can inspire others with that word. Right. Uh, and so there's a lot of people that this is new. That's right. Um, and for better or for worse, their experience in the prophetic uh, teaching, you know, uh, either God doesn't speak anymore or, right. or what bad experiences that take place. Anyway, so this course, this four weeks, really dialing in on the foundations, biblical foundations, why prophecy That's right. still exists today, why we're pressing can, in the way that we're doing. Can I put a commercial in your commercial? Yep. If you know someone who's become part of our community, I recognize we're talking oftentimes to the faithful when we're talking to the podcast, yeah. but if you know anyone who's kind of skirting the outside edge of our community, likes what we're about, but has questions about our emphasis on some of the spiritual gifts, and by emphasis I mean our openness, our availability, and our expectation yeah. around certain spiritual gifts, this Biblical Foundations course, I really want to commend Matt. Matter of fact, we're in a meeting even later today to talk about some of the curriculum around this. Is that this. today? It's today, buddy. Isn't it? Yeah, yep, yep, you got it. You know, dude. So all that to say, man, we are taking some time to slow down this conversation around not just exploring the prophetic. That'll even take place after. This is a biblical understanding of the yeah. role of the prophetic in the church in these days. We highly recommend it. It's only, we've shortened it from six to four weeks. Yeah. So that you can potentially roll into, if you continue to be interesting, into, yeah. into the first gifts intensive in the HarvestNet School of Ministry. Module, We're going to be yeah. opening that module to everyone. It's awesome. uh, so all that to say, big commercial, if you know some, if you have a friend who wants to know more mm -hmm. about biblical uh, uh, foundations for yep. the prophetic. Yeah, Dan Golnack is going to be doing the Art of Neighboring, mm -hmm. uh, which is great. Just really empowering people to be mindful of those around them and how to bring Jesus to them. Uh, we have grief share. If you lost a family member, a loved one, mm. you're navigating that if you're grief. You're carrying grief in any way. There. Let us steward uh, Yeah, we want to walk with you. Science in that and area. faith, right? Mark yeah, apologetics, mm -hmm. uh, which I would have. Um, well, anyway, for the sake of time, great group. Really excited for Mark to have this opportunity to teach that six week growth group. We also have a freedom group as well. Annette Gaiman, she's a rock star. Uh, so if there's an area of your life that you're thinking, yeah, I really want to get free from anger. I want to navigate uh, this part of my life or, or really look into my childhood experience. Yeah, addictive see, cycles. Exactly. Uh, it's a solid group. Really excited about that. And then, uh, of course, connect groups. Those are out there uh, on the website. There's over 60 uh, for this semester. And then Thrive Discipleship. Really excited to be having that 12-week growth group that starts next week. And um, what? just a lot of fun. Already next week? Yeah. It's August. You're going to have to edit that part End out. Of August. <laughs> Remember, we're doing this after Labor Day. <laughs> All that to say, we're thrilled. We're I made the same mistake. We're pre-recording this one. So. No, yeah, he's going to edit this out, right? Okay, and make a well note. done. Or don't edit it out and just let Jim be uh -oh. Jim. Hey, we appreciate you all. Matt, any last words? Hang on, we got to give him a good splice point.
So anyway, that's what we're going to be doing. You know, I want to note it. Let it run, man. Uh, Jim doesn't mind being that guy. Anyway, so Thrive Discipleship is, I'm so excited. Lives changed. It's going to be amazing. Really excited for the semester as a whole. Really excited for what comes. Yeah, hey, we are thrilled to be a part of this community with you. Remember, you are so, so important to it. Taking one step is something we think God's going to honor yet again this year. And we appreciate you. Take care. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com.